Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Gordon Gecko. I, I kind of thought you'd throw him yeah, in there. Yeah. Oh, man. Wall Street, 1987. Greed is good. Quick wit, rapid fire dialogue. Mo, the way he talks back to you, it's almost jarring. You have to play <laughs> tennis the whole time. It's exhausting because, and I picture when Gecko's on the phone, that giant cell phone on yes. the beach. I picture you calling me at 630 in the morning and be like, what about this Where's TikTok? the TikTok video? Get up. I want the TikTok video. Like, it's 630, man. <laughs> Why am I such a psycho? <laughs> Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, 80s Personality Test. Have you ever gone on a blind date thinking it'll be with Jake Ryan only to find out it's with Ducky? Or while scrolling through Facebook, have you clicked on a short quiz to see which Breakfast Club member you most resemble? Today on Buzz in the Tower, Max and I will give a full personality and psych profile of each other using characters from 80s movies. If you really want to know what's behind our eyes, this is the episode for you. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Max Sanders to my Mo Shapiro, Max Sanders. And with that, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. We did it. It's time for talk about ourselves. It's time for talk <laughs> about ourselves. This is one of those episodes that I am not going to make any predictions on. A and, very special episode. And, and, at, and at the end of the episode, if we're still working together, it went well. <laughs> Because this could go bad fast. I don't have any bad ones, really. Uh, I don't. I mean, mine aren't terrible. Well, we should. We'll see. <laughs> I you don't know. A few Howard the Duck references. Oh, uh, God bless America. Dark Overlord. Over so here. this is this is kind of cool because we. Well, first of all, and I do this every episode, and it's just so rude of me. But Max, welcome to the show. Hi, good to see you, buddy. I just watched The King of Comedy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Bananas. <laughs> 
It's what, Max? No, oh, man. I said oh, the word already. Oh, man. You do it. Do it. the people you laugh. Ah! <laughs> You laugh every time. You're under the weather. I'll apologize to our fans out there right now. You sound like crap. I'm you look like nasally. crack. You're yeah. tired. You look like crack. You know, crap. And oh. you probably have COVID, I'm guessing. No. <laughs> I mask up, bro. There. You met when you're bartending? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you the only bartender to mask up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, of course you are. I hope your dad's listening because that's all him. All right. Anyways. All right. Listen, before we go anywhere, 80stees.com. Remember, please hop on our TikTok. If you're not following us on TikTok yet, find us at Buzz in the Tower and keep your eyes peeled for Buzz in the Tower flybys. These are short little videos we're putting together where if you share or you like or you comment, you're automatically entered to win a $50 gift card from 80stees.com. Woo! I love 80stees.com. Yeah, my Predator shirt. I yeah. told you. Yeah. My I'm, Thulsa Doom one's pretty cool. Yeah, I get I get compliments all the time. Um, you were anything, so smart doing the deep cut ones. I, I, I wanted the obvious ones. But you, like, I, I, I like when you say you were so smart. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Last week's episode, Back to School, yeah. Straight Fire. People love that. People freaking love that movie. It's like the real genius. I mean, I guess they're both college movies. Yeah. I don't know. They're just movies that everyone loves, but you don't talk about them. For sure. No, people lost their minds. They yeah. are excited. <laughs> it's actually in part why we're doing today's episode, which is it's going to be a lot of fun. So we. It was? Well, a little bit, because we get these messages from people all the time, and they want to know a little bit more about you and I, right? Like, we constantly are getting things like, where are you guys? Accent. That's the big one. Like, wh- where's your accent from? Where, how you say wolf? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's not, that's, that's me. That's not an accent issue. Yeah. But, they, I mean. chased by a wolf as a kid. I'm a sure. a big wolf. Wolf. <laughs> don't cry, wolf. You know, we spend all this time talking about 80s movies, and we don't spend that much time talking about ourselves. This is a nice hybrid, and it's funny, because I, I test some of our episode ideas on friends. When I talked to a few of my friends, and I was like, if you had to describe describe you know fox what 80s movie would it be the shining <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but it's fun because everybody's got these different ideas about these characters and so this is a great opportunity for you and i this i don't want to make it a roast i'm not going to be mean these are mostly <laughs> good so you this and i gonna be like american dad when they roast roger and right just take you into space and kill you slowly <laughs> this is i love american dad so you and i each took five characters from 80s movies and the idea is We'll go back and forth. I'll start because I always make you start. So and we're I'll describing start. each other, not ourselves. Correct. Which we we started with ourselves. It's more fun. No, it's your idea to do each yeah. other. Yeah. I, I, I am protective of my image, so I wanted to start with myself. And yeah. you were like, why don't we do each other? I was like, okay, fine. Gun, gun to your head. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Oh, uh, well, how would I answer that at the end? Okay. Well, that's a good call. We'll do that at the end. We'll answer that at the end. But um, to start off, like I said, we will go back and forth. So I think when we do this, I'll share, not maybe not an album, but some of them, there are some scenes that like I might have a couple selections in here where you're like really but then I'll go to like one scene and you'll be like okay I see why you say that's okay so you want more specific on yeah that. some of them I mean the, the key for this is I want to give people this will be kind of unique because I've got all of these friends that I go back to like seventh grade with I burned all those bridges yeah, with a flamethrower but the way that you and I know each other is also very unique, but we know each other well. I don't think people know how much time we spend on the phone working on this podcast. I think so, because when people talk about the podcast, how quickly we interject, people ask if we edit how quickly we go back and forth. And I'm like, no, no. Remember yeah. that one guy was like, do you guys speed up your podcast? About like two, two, yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> nope, this is just us. But we spend like, I mean, Trish and Selena have to joke about it all the time yeah. because literally we talk to each other probably more than we talk to our significant others. You're my work boyfriend. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, is that boyfriend or bird? 
Burfren. <laughs> I'm your Burfren. <laughs> oh, good Burfren. In a 19-hour day yesterday. Oh, God. Here we go. No. Here we go. Yeah, you shouldn't have said it. I guess this What's is gonna, a 19-hour day like, Max? Anyways. I'm going to explain. It's okay. It's all right. So I got this is this feeding is into my right psych in. profile perfectly. Right. You bully me. And I me, do. It's terrible. Me defend myself. Every single one of these is going to be like bully, victim, bully, victim. No, I mean. Just William Zafka six times. Six times in a row. We five times. Come on. Five. So we. redundancy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We. We we will do our best to explain the why behind this. But the fun part about this is I feel like we know each other well enough that it'll give a lot of good color to like as we're describing each other. So with that, I'm ready to jump into this. Do you have anything else that you want to add before I start roasting? I'm sorry. I mean, psych, psych profiling you. I brought tissues. I Well, for your nose because you're leaking and it's kind of well, gross. Why else would I bring them? Oh, for, for crying. I mean. Yeah, I guess you could cry. Yeah. So well, way to respond to that. No, it's good. It's good. You're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So, all right, are you ready for my first one? No, but let's do it. <laughs> you, I think my first one is the one you'll like the most. Okay, I started with the one you'd like the least. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I'm not going to jump too far ahead. I think the only reason you'll like my first one the most is because it's just got a special spot for you. So, how I'm going to do, I'm just going to do it. I don't need to explain. Yeah, go. You can just hear me do it. Max. <laughs> Oh God, you, you are one of the smartest people I know who lacks the largest skill set of basic functioning human things <laughs> I've ever seen. Like for, for those that don't know, I had to teach Max how to use Microsoft office yep. He's, and has no idea how to use Excel. I movie you showed me. I, I movie just simple things like ceasing people on emails. I, I how, how to get our Instagram set up. Yeah. We it's have a hour stunning. Long it's yeah. stunning. And I run our social media. But like, here's the thing though. You're brilliant, oh. but you just, well, just don't take us too much. <laughs> But you're, but you also have this weird, like Elon Musk, like very awkward in the world issue, right? You rain man me. Right I didn't now. rain man you. Okay. I really considered rain manning you. <laughs> it's perfect too because you are Tom Cruise. I really, really you wanted. I really wanted to make you uh, the Did rain you fart, man. Max? I didn't. I, I really, I really wanted to, but instead, I went with a little 1985 film called Real Genius, and I put you as Laszlo Holly Holly Feld. God. John Kreese? Yeah. Wait, no, John Kreese. John Kreese. No, it's Kreese from the Karate Kid. (laughs) Sensei Kreese. It's Martin Cove. Uh, Yeah, I went with Laszlo. And I followed him into the closet, down into the steam tunnels. And there I saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. What? Holly Feld in his pajamas. So? So? I talked to him. You did? Yeah. And he used to be the number one stud around here in the 70s. Smarter than you and me put together. Well, so what happened? Did he crack? Yes, Mitch, he cracked severely. Why? He loved his work. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, but that's all he did. He loved solving problems. He loved coming up with the answers. But he thought that the answers were the answer for everything. All science, no philosophy. Um, and <laughs> so I'm in a steam tunnel. Oh, hold on, now, hear me out. Like, I gotta go. Let me explain it, okay? So the thing about Laszlo is that. Laszlo is like this genuinely good person who he snapped, right? He cracked. Like I remember it was like Knight and Mitch were having the Chris Knight and yeah. Mitch, the main <laughs> like characters. Night and, Night and day. They're having a conversation about this. And Mitch said, Did he crack? And and Knight said, Yes, he cracked severely. <laughs> like I envision at some point through Buzz in the Tower or bartending that you are going to crack and just and be in pajamas seven days a week. We had a moment, uh, like seven months into the podcast. Where yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. I was crying. And you were crying. Yeah. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It was a defense mechanism. But you, look, got you off my back. Like, like here's, I mean, here's what happened to Laszlo, right? Laszlo was the number one guy on campus. Yeah. And he loved his work. 
until he found out that his work was leading to like killing innocent people. <laughs> that was a random part of yeah, that movie. It was very random. But then he's still like, he look, Max, I think you could enter the Frito-Lay sweepstakes. With 31.2% of the prizes? Or 1.65 million entries into it. That'll get you the 32.6 prize. I you have no notes in front of you. This, this should have made you Rain Man. You're like 36.2%. Yes, 32.6%. Yeah. Also, unrelated to this, also I love that Laszlo is played by John Grice, not Sensei Kreese. Um, <laughs> and we, I think we've talked about this in a couple episodes, but it's just fun to remember. The Wolfman. The Wolfman from Monster Squad. Uncle Rico. Yep. Which is mind-blowing. And the van driver from Men in Black, the first one. And don't forget, Running Scared, he's the other cop duo. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, he's got a good face. Like, he does. You know who he is yeah. all the time. Yeah. And he got Deborah Foreman. I have my Deborah Foreman. And there you go. And as I said, I picked this. You love Real Genius. Yeah. So I got you in Real Genius. Yeah. And I picked you as this rogue genius who cannot <laughs> function in society. <laughs> I'll so take it. I thought you would. Okay. So if that, well, others will probably rub you the wrong way, but that I, my first character, if someone, I mean, part of what we're doing is if someone who never met you said, tell me about your buddy, Max, I'd yeah. be like, have you ever seen real genius? And they'd be like, yes. I'm like, he's a little bit like Laszlo. Yeah, I'll take it. That's there you a, go. I like it. Boom. I mean, there's yeah. your first one. Good. I also would encourage anyone listening to this podcast. I'm going to mention this at the end as well. And we'll do something on Instagram. Okay. Where we should, you know, post something that says tag your best friend and what character they oh, are from an eighties movie. Yeah. If you do this with your friends and family, it is one of the most fun having a few drinks after work conversations ever. I'm going to bring that up. You yeah. sh- it's a blast. Do it with people, you know, and, and obviously other people might have 90s movies, but yeah. it's just, it's actually really fun to profile each other using yeah. fictional characters, especially with my friend group. A lot of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter came up a lot. What was your favorite one you had with your friends? Uh, Hannibal Lecter. Oh, Hannibal okay. Lecter. I, I, I could like register three or four of my friends as, <laughs> as Lecter, but that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah, big time. All right, Max, that is my first one of five. Uh, and now I kick it over to you. I'm nervous because you know between the two of us, even though you're the sensitive one, I am violently defensive. You're so venomous. I'm, I'm yeah. sick. Yeah. I could change my list based on what you say and have a backup <laughs> list of just being mean to you. But the go Brian ahead. Dennehy situation. Oh, man, not good. Not good. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna paint me as being such a bully, which is so unfair. I'm really not a bully. Only in the first one. It's yeah. <laughs> Don't make people think I'm a bully. So this is pretty much the exact opposite of Laszlo. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know how the podcast works, this would be a mediocre, fun time between me and you. If if I had my druthers, you push us to success and greatness. Like you wake up early, you want us to do things. You're always adapting. You're kind of just this alpha when it comes to making your own destiny. I like I, I like where you're going. Basically, you're telling call me successful and driven. I like this. I like this to to a fault. Oh man, here we go. Here we go. So I mean, it's not always the most popular person who gets the job done. <laughs> oh Jesus, this is not so good. It's a quote from the movie. Do you know what it is? No, I okay. didn't pick up on it right away. Every dream has a price. Gecko. Yeah. 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 Gordon Gecko. I, I kind of thought you'd throw him yeah, in there. Yeah. Oh, man. Wall Street, 1987. Greed is good. Yeah. Money never sleeps, pal. Just made 800,000 Hong Kong gold. It's been wired to you. Play with you. You've done good, but you got to keep doing good. I showed you how the game works. Now school's out. Mr. Gecko, I'm there for you 110%. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I want to be surprised. Astonish me, pal. New info. I don't care where or how you get it. Just get it. Lunch is for wimps. <laughs> I feel like you skip lunch just to like churn through some editing. No, you know what's really funny about that is that I I never, I mean, look at me. I don't miss a meal. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty, though. I know, right? I do eat fast. Yeah. <laughs> but quick wit, 
rapid fire dialogue. Like Mo, the way he talks back to you, it's almost jarring. You have to play <laughs> tennis the whole time. It's exhausting because there's never a moment when he's not going to just clap back at you. And I picture when Gecko's on the phone, that giant cell phone yes, on the beach. Yes. And he's like, the Zach, the Zach Morris phone. <laughs> he's like, money never sleeps, kid. I picture you calling me at 630 in the morning and be like, what about this? Where's TikTok? the TikTok video? Yeah. Get up. I want the TikTok video. Like, it's 630, man. And I, I'll talk to you four hours later. You'd be like, did I call you at 630? You know I, I, mean? I do. You I, I don't remember. I don't is. even remember. <laughs> That's so true. And why am I such a psycho? <laughs> Gordon also has this craving for information. You know, he wants to know everything so that he can make the best play. You like learning more than anyone I know. You know what I mean? You want to dive into the editing part, dive into the SEO, dive into Facebook analytics. And <laughs> but you know the Homer Simpson where like there's like just a cat playing with a string in his head? That is, <laughs> that's what's going on inside your head. Yeah. No, no. You just want to do the Frito-Lay sweepstakes. You yeah, want yeah. nothing more. You're yeah. like, let's do it. All right. That's not too bad. Yeah. Unwavering self-belief too. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah, I've been known. I've been called braggadocious. <laughs> Do you know where his name came from? Actually, I didn't know this. No. So Gecko, he's named after the bright yellow Vietnamese reptile, the Golden Gecko, because of his pursuit and love of gold. Ooh. That was an Oliver Stone thing. Uh, this I is Oliver Stone's best movie, too. I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, and yeah. Douglas's best role. Oh, yeah. Well... He won the Oscar. Uh, I know, but... Well, what's better than this? Romancing the Stone? I'm, I love Romancing the Stone. <laughs> it's great, but this is like... I know. I mean, but this is just like... If you're asking like bro opinion, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love Romancing the Stone. All right. All right. Yeah. Reach one down. It yeah. wasn't too Not, offensive I yet. don't feel terrible yet. Um, <laughs> you, you, right you won't no, no you won't feel terrible on this one so this next one is my personal favorite of all of them okay but it's the probably for personal reasons it's my personal favorite duh that's a little bit redundant there now i feel like i have to be more sinister because you just called me gecko i'd be like max <laughs> let me tell you what we got here it's the for, goblin king for people that don't know you make some of the worst jokes that I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Ever. There are times like if I go to the cutting room floor on some of the things that you say, and, and when I say the worst jokes, very few of them are inappropriate. You don't make inappropriate joke. You no, make just short circuit. No, you are like literally rubber duck. Like I like gags. You like <laughs> You dad jokes. I'm the dad yeah. and you make all the dad jokes, right? Like you're like, yeah, that's what he said. Like, it's just nonstop. So I'm constantly yelling at you and saying, please stop making these lame jokes. Like, do you remember when I had to break you of the habit of purposefully saying the wrong movie? Cause you thought it was funny. Cause you were doing it every other sentence. You know what? One of our fans liked when I said, God, Talia, it was Talia Shire, Michael and the Godfather. People yeah. lost it. Yeah. But that's what I do. But, but that's just that. Like, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, do you know what's great? And you'll be like applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, Max, just say you don't know. Like, applesauce is great. I, okay. Uh, anyways, cinnamon. I had to pick a character who is notorious for bad jokes. And I was thinking like in my head, like who would I pick? And it came to me in a flash. It came to me. Oh God. Fozzie the bear. You're Fozzie the bear. That works. You're you, waka, waka, waka. Yeah. It's Max Sanders making his jokes. I like his hobo hat. Oh, everything about him is perfect. So there's more to Fozzie. So you have two movies basically that I'm pulling this from, not just one. You've got The Muppets Take Manhattan, which Classic. you accuse me of bringing up on every podcast. And there it is. We're doing like a Predator podcast. Yeah. And you're like, let me guess, Muppets Take Manhattan. And then when I'm talking about The Great Muppet Caper, you always are like, Muppets Take Manhattan. But those are the two movies. So in both of these, there are things that he does. In particular, he gives this speech in The Great Muppet Caper. And it, it's like the most max thing ever because the whole movie what, he fall over himself. No, because he's totally spineless the yeah. entire movie. Like, oh, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So he's he's like he's not jellyfish. <laughs> he's not known for being tough, and like everybody's starting to back out of the plan, and they're in this room at the halfway hotel or whatever the heck it's called, and he says, "Hold it, shame on you, shame on you." I thought we were in this thing together. I'm just as scared as you are, but 
Justice has to be done. We don't want the bad guys to win. We gotta do this for, for, for justice, for freedom, for honesty. Boy, do I feel ashamed. Me too, I feel like two cents. I'm back in. You can count on me. Oh, hey, I was only joking. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to go out there and risk our lives. And like Sam the Eagle comes in and he's like, times like these, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah. And this is the most max part about it. <laughs> Kermit looks at Fozzie and goes, are you okay? And Fozzie's like, oh, it took a lot out of me. <laughs> this is like, this is you, right? It's like Will Ferrell on old school. I'm yes. Out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is you like really kind of sweet, kind demeanor, awful jokes. Yep. You know, adorable. Like in the... Um, in the Muppets take in the Muppets take Manhattan. Yeah, he he uh, he's hibernating with all these bears. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, of course, because they all go on their own way. Kermit sends them all off and he can't sleep. And this like female bear wakes up and he's like uncomfortable. And you're like the most uncomfortable person in the world. He like wakes up and he's like, I didn't know this was a co-ed cave. (laughs) And like then she's like, oh, well, snuggle with me. And he's like freaking out and uncomfortable. And and he's just like, Kermit. (laughs) So this is that's you. You're everything freaks you out. Yeah, you're just uncomfortable and weird. And (laughs) it's just you're Fozzie the bear. I'll dress like him for Halloween next year. There you go. It's my greatest compliment I could possibly pay you is to call you Fozzie the Bear. All right, Max, we're back to you. Uh, Who's the next? Who am I after Gordon Gecko? You might like this one the most, actually. (laughs) Oh, man. So for those who don't know, (laughs) Mo is probably the best family man I've ever met. Oh, man. You got three kids. I do. You go to soccer games like how long away? Three hours away? Three and a half hours away? We're heading to Traverse for a tournament oh this upcoming God, weekend. Uh, all, all dads do that. It's normal. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> you just, it's so funny. You think I'm a girl. I'm, I'm not I don't knocking you. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you're like you, you feed them and you have a house that you put them in. <laughs> I don't know you give them AC and heat. You're such a wonderful dad. You got him a puppy. Yeah. I did get him a puppy. And who's a terrible dog, but that's all right. <laughs> when they came here for the uh, show, the guest spotlight. They're great. The kids yeah. are great. Like you're good at being stern, but also being fun. I try. Like you have both combinations. That's really how I treat you. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> nine, 1090. Yeah. I went Chet Ripley, the great outdoors. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, you, I want to hug you. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, John Candy movie, one of John Hughes kind of like forgotten classics. Because he didn't direct it. He had his boy direct it. This was him and Howard Deutsch's last movie yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, sad. Yeah. That makes me sad. It does. Yeah, I know. Or the other two, Pretty in Pink and Some Kind of Wonderful. Some Kind of Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was in this like two or three year stretch where mm-hmm. they had a real groove. But Chicago man and his family go camping with his obnoxious brother in law hilarity ensues yeah <laughs> i I, ha- I love my brother-in-law he is obnoxious yeah he, he's kind of like roman matthew is a little bit like roman i was gonna say you i put that in my notes i'd be like the romans in your life you keep around actually oh i love i'm a huge fan of having pricks around me all the time it's a blast <laughs> i'm so sorry roman forgive me why don't you come over here and show me how to do it you talk a great game come on over let's see a little action after all you know everything you know exactly what to do at any given moment Haiti, you were absolutely right. We should have gone to Europe. Or maybe even Haiti, or Antarctica, or the Dead Sea. Would have had a lot more fun. Is that a fact? Well, nobody forced you to come up here, buddy boy. As a matter of fact, I don't remember anybody inviting you up here. Do you remember inviting him? I sure as hell don't. But his relationship with Connie, it's fun, it's loving. They yeah. kind of knock on each other too. And he talks about how important the cabin is, the tradition, you know, kind of these family moments. And it's not about the money and it's not about, you know, these grandiose gestures. It's about just being with each other. And yeah. I think you really value that with your family. Oh, man. Yeah. 
I feel like such a jerk for the next three that I'm going to go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're good. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. I'm not a lobster tail guy. I'm yeah. definitely not, no, a, not a goat cheese pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like a canoe over a speedboat. No, it's a have great thing. Uh, I am not. Yeah. But it looks like fun. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it. But everything in this movie that John Candy does, I feel like you would do. I totally, no. I've, if a I bat was it. in the house, you'd put on the gear. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> would. And I'd be terrified in the big bear, big bear. Yeah. You want a big sandwich? <laughs> no, big, big, big. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Max. Thank you. Um, all right, man. Are you ready? Yeah. This will for sure be the favorite. I think, did I say the first one was going to be your favorite? You say that all the time. No, this one really is going to be your favorite. I think you're going to be surprised on this one. Okay. I think you're going to be real surprised. One of the things that is fascinating about you, to me at least, is that you're not a sidekick. You're a sidekick on the show, right? Because, yeah. because like, Beta boys, uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're not a sidekick in personality. This is unique. You're, you're a subtle hero. So like subtle heroes are the ones that they can carry the movie. They can be the lead, but they're not Gordon Gecko, right? They're not like John Candy, but they're still the main protagonist of the film. And I give me an example. I have, I'm going to give you an example. That's the one I, what I got for you. I don't know who that is. You're going to love your face is going to light up when I say this Lloyd Dobler say anything. Shut up. Yeah. 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 Because like I, I, the thing, the thing I happen to love about say anything more so almost than any other film, maybe with the exception of Eric Stoltz some kind of wonderful because I feel this way about him too. Both their characters, there's nothing over the top about them. They're not this bright shining light or, or they're not sucking the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. But they are the focus of the story. And so like in Say Anything, you have Lloyd Dobler who everyone around him likes him says that he's a good guy, respects him. Just want to date your daughter. But yeah, but but they're also like, yeah, but that's Lloyd. Yeah. Like there's almost this like apology that everybody attaches. And I and I think about like two scenes in particular. One is <laughs> One is the scene about his future, which is the most Max Sanders speech ever given. I don't want to produce anything. No, please let me allow me, allow me because it's the most you thing ever. So he's meeting the parents Yeah, and someone, I think the dad says, you know, what are your plans for the future? And his response, I want to spend as much time as I can with your daughter. This is also a Max thing. Like you are honest to a fault. You say things without recognizing the repercussion of your honesty. You're like, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to say how I feel about this. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't say that. So this whole table of snooty adults, snooty, snotty, Snotty. they all- Stepped yeah, on. they're they're all <laughs> and she stepped on the, the ball. ball. They all are watching and he gives this prolific speech. I don't know. I've, I've <clears throat> thought about this quite a bit, sir. And I, I would have to say, considering what's waiting out there for me, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed or buy anything sold or processed or process anything sold, bought or processed, or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do that. So, uh, my father's in the Army. He wants me to join, but I can't work for that corporation. Um, so, what I've been doing lately is kickboxing. You know, that's that's you. Like, yeah. You basically, if, if God forbid, the bar whose name we do not speak of disappeared. I just want to pour liquids in the cups. I, I don't even know what you would do with yourself because you don't want to step into that <laughs> arena at all. That's the first part. The second part actually is the scene where it, it takes place before this. So a little out of order, but his good girlfriends, Corey, DC and Rebecca, they're all sitting together in the room yeah. and they're talking about how Lloyd is going over to meet the parents and their conversation with each other reminds me of what it's like to be friends with you. And it's, the, it's, it's a pure compliment, right? Um, Corey says that Lloyd is doomed and DC's like, why? And Corey's like, well, you know, they made the second date, the family audition and talked about how there's too much pressure because... <laughs> 
when Lloyd's under too much pressure, he does that over talking thing, which you do. I do a lot. You, you, you just like, you, you start spewing brain vomit, pure nonsense, yeah. pure nonsense. <laughs> and Corey says this, if you were Diane court, would you honestly fall for Lloyd? There's this moment. There's a, there's a tick and they look around the room and all the girls are like, yeah, yeah, I would. Woo. And I'm like, Max Sanders. Yeah. I'm like, everybody knows Max. And then everybody's like, oh, that's just Max. But then I'm not surprised that Selena loves you, you gorgeous monster, you. Oh, wow. There you go. See? Yeah, you reversed it. I did. I could never find love, and now I can. There you go. Yeah. Boom. So I gave you Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything. Love it. Uh, Max, who you got? Tommy from Goodfellas. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Not in the 80s, but so I know, good. I was keeping you on your toes. That's so yeah, good. Yeah. I've so been watching good. it nonstop. Go get, go get your shine box, Max. <laughs> you mother. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can quote he says from this mon- movie. He says yeah. There's literally yeah, nothing yeah. you can quote from this movie. They say the F word 325 times. Sure. In the movie. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. I absolutely believe it. <laughs> but <laughs> I went a little bit nicer for this one. Sure. So it needs to be a leader of a group because wherever you go, you're the leader of men. In the firehouse, for those of you who don't know, Mo's a firefighter. In your job, golf outings, you kind of like being at the front of the ship. Is that what it's called? Sure. The I'll captain. The captain. Master and commander. El, El Capitan. <laughs> so I went with Mikey from the Goonies. Don't you realize the next time you see Sky, it'll be over another town. The next time you take a test, it'll be in some other school. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. But right now they gotta do what's right for them. Cause it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna give me mouth. I was convinced <laughs> that you were gonna give me mouth. No, because he's. Oh, actually, you you talk pretty dirty actually in general. The Spanish stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I forget because this is such a PG show that you're actually a filth monster. I am a <laughs> filth monster is actually my uh, old AOL screen name, so that's great. There you go. But it's your favorite movie too. It is my favorite movie. Yeah. So a group of misfits called the Goonies discover the map for a treasure and go searching for it. Sure. <laughs> so I feel like you found your treasure in life. You oh, know? presh, presh. But you keep your friends too. Like you said, you've been friends with the same people. If I ever found great. a treasure map, it would be the same six guys who, when I was 10 or 11 years old, I knew. So we would be going after one-eyed Willie's treasure. So who's who in your friend group? Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like Guy would be mouth. Yeah, that sounds right. He, like, he kind of looks like Corey Feldman. A little bit. A little no bit. Insult. Not, no, not none taken, none yeah. taken. And was Fox have to be chunk? But it's not even a weight thing. It's just kind of like the, the, the brunt of the joke. <laughs> Jeez, don't be mean. But positivity in the face of roadblocks or barriers, like always striving for the next adventure, you always want to move to the next thing yeah. and learn something else. You're unafraid of new situations and circumstances. You know, it's like, it's our time down here. That's like your motivational speech to me. This for, episode is such a love fest. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to be mean. I know. I know. Yeah. We weren't supposed to. This is great. Yeah. This is great. Okay. <laughs> be meaner. Be uh, meaner. <laughs> I mean... You don't look like Sean Austin. There you go. You look better than Sean Austin. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all right. He, he, he you know, you haven't, you haven't gotten weird about, like, any of these characters' height or weight or, like, you I usually have something. I looks. Zero. Oh, that's because you know that's where I'd get sensitive. Who do you look like from an 80s movie? Oh, God. I look like a heavy, balding Fred Savage. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. There you go. There you go. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, but I don't look like him. I look like a heavy, balding version well, of him. Who do I look like? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfman. 
<laughs> but childlike wonder. Like you love the Muppets, Labyrinth. Yeah. These are kids who just love being kids. That's true. Yeah. I have developmentally stunned my brain and I'm pretty much existing in that space. You're very much an adult in everything you do in real life. Except, do you know that my kids walked in on me watching The Last Unicorn the other day and they're like, Dad, what are you watching? I'm like, just a cartoon. And they like sat down and watched it. And I was like, I didn't even put this on for them. Like I was in there watching The Last Unicorn and then they came in to watch it. Is it, it. good? So I love the the Bluth animation, yeah. the like really kind of Is that a Bluth one? I think so. But if it's not, it's it's cut from the same cloth. It's that real scary veins in the hand. Yeah. Rats uh Secret of Nim. Nick, Nick Mortis. Yeah, Nicodemus. Nick Mortis. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Nicodemus. I love that animation. I think it's beautiful. And the last unicorn has got that. And it's also, it's, it's not, if you watch the last unicorn, the script, the story, it's not a little kid story. It's got, got it's got some teeth to it. It's very well done. So it's got uh Jeff Bridges is one of the voices in it. I think so. It's like one of the animated ones I haven't checked off. You'd like it. You'd like it. Animation is kind of dry for movies. It's good. It's It's like 10 maybe. Yeah. It's this one's good. You should watch the last unicorn. Um, but no, I, you're right. Like I get it. Like I, uh, I do. I love, I'm a kid, dude. Yeah. My brain is frozen in 1980-ish. Max, before I go to your next one, we should take a quick break because we've got some ads that we need to cover. Does that sound good to you? Sounds fabulous. All right, beautiful. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C A P S I V A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, She loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, Check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Nothing like talking about Capsiva and uh, Lindsay Larravee photography. My friends use Capsiva now. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have friends that are old enough? Oh, yeah. Dustin. I guess Dustin. Yeah. Dustin and Will. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hope you're listening. <laughs> oh, that's good. Dude, Will's, what is it, Will? 150 years old, but he looks like he's 20? Yeah. yeah that's incredible. He's, I mean, he's lost boys. You know? I know. It's unbelievable. He's a vampire. Uh, so. <laughs> he weirdly looks like Cuba Gooding Jr. Have you noticed that? A little bit. Yeah. 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 Those guys are great. I got to make it out to Ann Arbor. Yeah, when's right. the last time you came out here? Forever. Uh, you ready for our last two? Yeah. Okay, so my last two are straight fire. I love these. <laughs> Napalm. So Max. <laughs> yeah. This one's really good. There's an obvious one you missed. Well, we'll get to it. Okay. You don't know that I missed it. I have yeah, two yeah, left. True. Jeez. Two left. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. So one of the things about you that is hilarious to me is you are seven feet tall. Six or five. You're, you're big. Yeah. 
you are as soft as a pillow. Yep. Like, Never had a fight. Yeah, like well, I've seen you get punched. For those that don't know, there's oh, a, there's a no. can I tell that yeah, story? Sure. It's incredible. Like this little kid. I mean, what was he like? Five nine. Five four. Yeah. He there's a there's a security video of Max like after work one night and some kid like just for no reason. I don't even think you were bothering him. Yeah. Turns around, socks you in the face, and knocks you out. Yep. <laughs> and there's a video. It was the I watched that this is video like ten years ago. Oh, Max, I yeah. watched that video a hundred times. I died every time watching it. It was the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. It was just incredible. So when I think of, I think of just this goofy, big, kind hearted, just like someone who genuinely, despite his size is just a marshmallow on the inside. If you're going to do what I think you're going to do, I'll be very happy. (laughs) I only think of, I only think of one man, Max. There's only, there's only one person. I'll give you a clue. Anybody want a peanut? It's Fezzik. I knew it was Fezzik. <laughs> That's awesome. You are. You're Fezzik. That's so, so cool. So Fezzik has got this incredible moral compass hidden underneath the fact that he's a giant, <laughs> yeah. right? So the only downside to me calling you Fezzik is that I constantly, as I was watching it and looking at it through the lens of you being him, it paints me as the portrait of being... Vicini. Inconceivable. <laughs> played by Wallace Shawn. <laughs> Fezzik obviously played by Andre the Giant from The Princess Bride, 1987. Vicini just bullies him everywhere. Yeah. And, and like what I wish, I wish I was more like Inigo, who's like his friend and trying to help him, but I'm definitely more like yelling at you, like, kill the girl. And you're like, well, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> or like, or even like, again, this is, I just think of you when I think of the scene where um, he's like, finish him, finish him your way. And he's like, what's my, my way? My way's not very and he's like, no, he's like, pick up one of those rocks, hide behind the boulder. In a few minutes, the man in black will come running around the bed. Crush his head. He's like, that doesn't seem very sporting. The scene between Inigo and Fezzik. When he sobers him up? No, not the sobering up part, but the the rhyming part. Oh, yeah. I love the rhyming yeah. part, right? He's just a goober. Yeah, like that the scene he can fuss. Fuss, fuss. I think he likes to scream at us. <laughs> Probably he means no harm. He's really very short on charm. Fezzik, are those rocks ahead? If they are, we'll all be dead. And then in between this, yeah, you have yeah. Vincini, which I, this is the first line I gave you. Vincini is like, no more rhymes. Now I mean it. Silence. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I love it. I knew you'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be 30 feet tall in a black shawl. I will tell on you. fire. How I, did he not burn? I don't know. The other part that's totally you is at the end of the movie when he finds the four white horses. the princess tables and there they were four white horses and i thought there are four of us if we ever find the lady hello lady so i took them with me in case we ever bumped into each other i guess we just did i think you did something right oh wait i wanted it to go to my head like that's like the most you thing ever you just like have this propensity for doing your best and trying to do good. Yeah. And when you do good, you literally just like, can I have a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, when you do bad, you're like, I'm sorry. I'm perpetually waking up from a dream where I disappointed you. <laughs> Jesus. It's <that's> so unhealthy. <laughs> Are you going to give this episode to your therapist? No, he listens to them all. <laughs> he does good. That's yeah. good. We listen to them together. That's hilarious. I bet there, I bet there are parts where you're like, yeah, Mo cut this part out, but this is when he yelled at me for 15 minutes for making a bad joke. It's like the Simpsons episode where Bart freeze frames and Lisa broke up. Uh, Ralph's heart. Yeah, yeah. It's and you say, I choo choo choose you to be my Valentine. And it's funny because there's a picture of a train. Ralph has some of the best lines in The Simpsons. Album. I'm in danger. Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> Tastes like burning. <laughs> oh, it's really good. Uh, so yeah, I gave you Fezzik. Uh, what do you got? I'm this not, is your is this your last one or no, your no, second no, last? More. Oh, that's right. You got yeah. two more. My last I got, one, I got one is one just the uh, the mic drop. All right, right, all right. Go ahead. What do you got? This one, I'm curious how you're gonna feel about it. Oh man, how do you feel about cross dressing? 
I'm not opposed to it. Okay. Cool. I mean, I'm not opposed to it for other people. It's not something I would ever do. Okay. I don't think it'd be flattering. Be perhaps a woman. I don't. I don't think I could. Pull <laughs> no, you could. Hey, you're pretty manly. I'm pretty manly. <laughs> Only is how I look. Not like emotionally by any means, but like, yeah, I, I don't think it'd be tough. I went Michael Dorsey, Tootsie. Oh wow. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Like, That's random. So I'm, I'm interested to hear your explanation for unsuccessful this. Unsuccessful actor disguises himself as a woman. <laughs> unsuccessful. All right, I got that part. In order to get a role in a hospital soap opera, mm-hmm. but he's not unsuccessful because of his skill set. He's actually very talented, very focused. He's just manically obsessed with being the best actor possible. Yes. Like remember when he's like he's talking with his agent and they're like, "You got fired from the tomato commercial." It's like he was sitting down. That was irrational. <laughs> Are you saying that nobody in New York will work with me? Oh no, that's too limiting. Nobody in Hollywood wants to work with you either. I can't even send you up for a commercial. You played a tomato for 30 seconds. They want a half a day over schedule because you wouldn't sit down. Yes, it wasn't logical. You were a tomato! A tomato doesn't have logic. A tomato can't move. That's what I said. So if he can't move, how's he gonna sit down, George? I was a stand-up tomato, a juicy, sexy beefsteak tomato. You believe in yourself. You believe in your craft of what you, whatever you're doing. And you don't let anyone else tell you what to do. All the way to the point of dressing as a woman. But you learn- I would take it to extremes. No, I'm with you. I got it. So I, would, I would take things to extremes. Dressing like a woman, I feel like, is a metaphor for... <laughs> What's a metaphor? For Waka, waka, waka! <laughs> for this podcast and how you've adjusted kind of your management style. Because you've become actually like a sensitive, caring person about my feelings <laughs> over You're, time. Let me just tell, let me tell the people listening. The hardest part of this podcast yeah. is dealing with your feelings. Because you're like, listen to the episode again. Like, spelling errors, you'll circle on Instagram when I go, you're, as opposed to say, you are. <laughs> which, which, if anyone is listening to this, they knows me. They'd be like, Mo has some nerve because I am illiterate, except when it comes to this. I don't know. I got an eye for your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I can smell it out like a bloodhound. So his, like, specificity and dedication to whatever he's doing. Like, even when he when he's dressing like a woman, he's like, I don't have the right shoes for it. I don't like the way the horizontal lines make me look too hippie. And it cuts me wrong across the bust yeah i feel like that's how you talk about podcasting jargon <laughs> podcasting jargon yeah i like it you know what i like it it was Gilbert. a little bit out there it's different i like it yeah I, I love that we don't we need to talk about tootsie tootsie's an, I mean, it's bill, a great movie bill murray stuff I, I thought bill murray was fantastic in tootsie it's the best terry gar oh ever, yeah. Right? yeah 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 for sure yeah it's a it's a great movie i it's, it's one that we should probably add to our list of uh ones to bring up more often yeah fantastic all right well that's a good one i like it are we down to our last one we are Oh man! If you don't pick this one, I did. I'm sure the one that you're thinking of is the one I picked. Can I say it? No. Okay. Of course not. Well, how do I want to intro this one? All right. So, <laughs> no, don't say you it. Nervous. I'm sure you got Brian it. Dennehy. Stop. <laughs> no, not Brian Dennehy. Uh, what's his face? I've got diabetes. <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. The thing. Wilford there Brimley. Go, or which one? Uh, cocoon. Pops. Cocoon. Pops from the. I'm not giving you Wilford Brimley. <laughs> the best damn hitter I ever saw. You have some of the most unwavering anxiety of anyone. Your anxiety is so incredible yeah. that it brings out my anxiety. Yep. My anxiety has anxiety. Your anxiety has There's anxiety that has anxiety. <laughs> but it's interesting because when you need to pull it together, especially like on the podcast, like I feel like people listen to you on the podcast and they'd be like, you have thousands of people listening to you do a podcast. What do you mean you have anxiety? And I'm like, well, let me get behind the scenes. There yeah. are moments doing jumping jacks. Yeah. Right you're, you're like, you know, basically taking a cold press, putting it against your head. Whenever you say, are you ready to start the pod? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Cause I want to people please. But then it takes me another five. Yeah, I know, you don't, your head, your headphones aren't on. You're yeah. not even sitting down. And your computer's like, not right? up. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. So when I think of like the all time best not just that your anxiety the anxiety is part of it but also this classic friend classic friendship kind of um bromance if you will yeah there's only one character that ever comes to mind i'm glad i have my red wings jersey on (laughs) 
you got it. You got it. <laughs> when Cameron was in Egypt's land. Let my Cameron go. Cameron Fry. Yeah. You're Cameron Fry. It's absolute. Like you are Cameron Fry. I'm in the car. I'll you, go. You are, I'll you're go. like, I'll go. I just imagine calling you at like six o'clock in the morning yeah. and being like, Max, get up and make the roadhouse TikTok now. And, and I'll hang up and you'll be like, he's just going to keep on calling and calling and calling. And I need to get up and make the TikTok. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Ah! It's so true. Mo and, Shapiro, you're my hero. And even even more than that, the thing that I love about Cameron's character and the thing that is the it is to me why I picked Cameron for you. The journey. You're kicking the Ferrari and realizing like that you have to take a stand. I got to take a stand. I put up with everything. My old man pushes me around. I never say anything. He's not the problem. I'm the problem. I gotta take a stand. I gotta take a stand against him. In the movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you don't get to hear what Cameron's dad's name is until the very end when after the car goes through the window and Ferris and Sloan are like, you can't take this. This is too much. And he's like, nope. As soon as Morris gets home, oh, I'm going to yeah. have to. So for those of you who don't know, Mo is short for Morris. So you've kicked the Ferrari with me a few times. <laughs> and that's to me. Do you consider yourself a 1962 <laughs> Spider California Ferrari? No, you've, you've, I'm the owner of the Ferrari. Okay. <laughs> I'm not the car. Okay. I'm, I'm the father <laughs> that you're going to have the conversation. Oh, Fezzik. <laughs> Just ask me if I want a peanut, okay? Anybody want a peanut? But no, I mean, like, this is one of the core elements of a healthy working relationship is the ability, even when, to your your credit, you know this, you're a people pleaser, but you have to stand up for yourself every once in a while. Yeah. And people that really care about you accept that and they course correct. Even me, the Vincini, <laughs> the Vincini Morris, Gecko. Morris Fry, Gecko monster that I am. You're, the transformation of Cameron is like the transformation of Max Sanders. Woo. And so I, I can't think of anyone better. He learned to have fun. He learned to deal with his anxiety and cut loose a little bit and spy on his best friend's girlfriend changing by the hot tub, which is not weird at all. And in sometimes, Max, you kick the Ferrari. And I'm proud of you when you kick the Ferrari. His dad probably put him in a mental institution after that. <laughs> I, ha I haven't tried to put you in one yet, so I will say i'm proud of you for kicking the ferrari Woo, there you go it. yeah we did it that is my fifth and final max what is your fifth and final get ready for the waterworks you're gonna be so proud oh you're gonna man listen. is this gonna get emotional you're gonna listen to this on your deathbed oh man. i feel like everyone listening right now who knows me yeah. shut it off when you were nice after the first one but everybody else like all right this is cool listen to it do you have any guesses do you have any thoughts uh yeah i think you're going with gil from parenthood no. That's Whoa. A, that's a oh, one. I thought you would go from Gil Parenthood. Chet, I feel like I cover Chet, it. Chet covers it. I Chet covers it. it. So now I'm covering kind of the friendship, the loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The caring about. You have a weird kind of emotional. Dalton? Roadhouse? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be Dalton. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. But you have this like kind of emotional magnetic field where like you understand the people around you and you want to know like what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I went Chris Chambers, Stand By Me. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. 1986, a writer recounts a childhood journey with his friends to find a dead body. And River Phoenix in this movie is just utterly fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But 
the way you kind of want to be the leader, you want to take charge, but you also want to pump up your friends. Like you give me so many motivational speeches about how to like be confident at this podcast. And I can't imagine how you are with your kids too. I get bits and pieces of it. It's funny. It's like people listen to this podcast, get bits and pieces of knowing us. I feel like I get bits and pieces of knowing you, how you act with your kids, because you want them to do their best, but you want them to be happy at the same time. Mm -hmm. So him and Gordy, you know, telling him like, I wish I was your dad. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're just a kid, Gordy. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. Wish the hell I was your dad. You wouldn't be going around talking about taking these stupid shop courses if I was. It's like God gave you something, man. All those stories that you can make up. But he said, this is what we got for you, kid. Try not to lose it. Kids lose everything unless there's someone there to look out for them. That's a great one. That is an incredible compliment. Yeah. I love that movie. But telling dirty jokes in the clubhouse, too. Also something I like to yeah. do. <laughs> Ripping on his friends super hard. Been known to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes mistakes, too. But he learns from them. And yeah, he yeah. Kind of, he realizes life is kind of unfair and you have to truck through. I think I have the opposite where I think life should be fair and I get shattered every time <laughs> something goes wrong. You get shattered when the wind blows. <laughs> yeah. But... You're like, so what? Everyone's weird. You know yeah. what I mean? That kind of stuff. Yeah, We're yeah. just going to push through. For sure. Yeah. Oh, look at it's that. A, like that. It's a kind of 1950s. Beautiful. Kind of beautiful. You're a beautiful young man. Yeah. <laughs> You've given a lot of yes today. <laughs> You've replaced the word bananas with yeah. I say Give yeah. me a Falcor yeah. Yeah. I got to know now that we've each finished our five. What is your psych profile for yourself? Oh, who's, the, who's the character that you would pick for yourself? I think I go Steve Martin and Roxanne. Oh. <sighs> That's a really good CD one. Bales. Yeah. Yeah. The fire chief. Yeah. Cause it's like, I know I got good stuff going, but sometimes it's hard to see it. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> plus man, the 20 corny jokes. Those are those. great. Yeah. You love corny jokes. Yeah. That's a, it's though. an interesting one that you picked that. That's very interesting. Um, Roxanne. I mean, it's, it, it's a great movie. Obviously, the like the meat and potatoes of the movie is that he can't see past his own nose to, yeah. ad to identify that everybody loves him and everything's great. Yeah. He's just stuck in this. I'm saying my personality is my nose. You know, I'm like. <laughs> I'm aware people like me, but it's like, it's hard to see it sometimes. You're so uncomfortable with it. <laughs> um, I think mine will surprise you. Uh, Gary from uh, Weird Science. Yeah? Yeah. So like, I have this. Do you have a good jazz voice? I don't have a good jazz <laughs> voice. Amen. <laughs> a lot of this is just me looking in the past. I'm much more comfortable in my skin right now. Yeah. But all through high school, all through college, I was just very focused on. You know, I wanted to be the guy. Yeah. I wanted to be the guy throwing the party, the guy dating the prom queen, the guy. Like did you I, date the prom queen? I did not. Oh. Um, but I wanted to be the guy. Yeah. And Gary wanted to be the guy. Everything from making up the story of the girl at camp that he was dating yeah. to like wind. Like, and if he's a motor mouth, too. If you, if you really look at that movie, why it's just kind of coming along for the ride. Like yeah. he's not really obsessed with it. And yeah. then for Gary to learn that. He has it inside of him and kind of reverse it and and not need to be. Yeah, you know, he takes on Vernon Wells. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, remember when he's like, let off some steam. Um, <laughs> like that type of character to me has always been something that I love. It's it's the nerd that wants to be popular only to learn that he didn't really want to be popular in the first place. Yeah. Like that's that's me. That's how I feel. Cool. So there you go. Anthony Michael Hall. I love it. Do you know uh, what now is a perfect time for as we've all drained ourselves emotionally by doing I'm this tired. psych profile? I am too. Well, all the crying didn't help and the emotions, but uh, let's go to our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. An exciting Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Another one of our uh, brothers from another mother's podcast. It's always weird when you say that. Well, it's not as weird as you being illiterate and not understanding the name of their <laughs> podcast, which to just a quick note to Chris, Shane and Matt, who are the three co-hosts of Beers on Me. So you've heard Drinks on Me, Max? Yeah. So Beers 
B E E R S <laughs> new word on O N last word me not beersome it, uh, in Instagram. It's one word. I know, but every time you would talk about them and I let it slide the first yeah. like 10 times, you're like, Hey, have we heard back from beersome podcast. I go, you mean beers on me? And you're like, Oh, the N and M look like a giant M. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, beers on me, find them on Instagram, find them on any podcast player out there. They're really fun. They're very cool. So they have a little twist to their podcast where not only are they doing a lot of pop culture, but they're also doing it while they're sampling and tasting different kinds of beers, which I think is very cool. And uh, what would that be like for us? Not, I'd be a beer and a half deep and I'd be like, I'm done. You know, my tolerance for alcohol is terrible, so I don't know that it would work that well. used to be a well. dirty martini on the rocks guy. Oh man, the back in the day. Jamari yeah. told you when I had my uh, two limit drink at weddings where Trish would be like, how many martinis have you had? I'd be like two. She's like, you're done. <laughs> And I'm like, why? Martinis She's like, like three drinks. Well, because if I had three strong drinks, all yeah. of a sudden I'd be like tapping my glass and giving speeches at weddings that I didn't even know people at. And she'd be like, you're done. Two's fine. I want to see buzzed Mo. No, you don't want to see Mo buzzing any tower except <laughs> the one that we record on. So beers on me, right? Not yeah. beersome. We've got Chris, Shane and Matt. And again, really fun podcast. Highly recommend that you check these guys out. Uh, we communicate with them often and we're always kind of going back and forth. They're asking for our, our opinion. Yeah, and they did a recasting of all the Marvel people with it, 80s movies. Yep, and they gave us a really funny shout out about doing it. That was a great episode. That was. I enjoyed it. So um, let's see what they had to say. We asked them to psych profile each other and I'm sure what they came up with was hilarious. Hey, there are friends over at the Buzz in the Tower podcast. Thanks for letting us, the Beers on Me podcast, join you. And uh, for your question, how would we describe our co-hosts as 80s characters? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to start this one off. This is uh, Chris, otherwise known, a.k.a. his mouth. I would start with uh, my co-host, Shiggs, or Shane. And I would say this that be fun. <laughs> he is like Ferris Bueller to me. Uh, the cool kid goes with the flow. Never gets really angry at anything, or at least not that you can tell. And he, he's always in for an adventure. So, yeah, Ferris Bueller definitely fits him. And then for my co-host, Matt, a.k.a. Merlin, I would say Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> because he is a big, hairy, lovable fella who, if you don't know him, his uh, intellect is often undervalued. So, yeah, that's that's what I got. Go ahead, Shakes. That's hilarious, and that is awesome. <laughs> so, I went for uh, our good old co-host Chris here, Mouth, none other than uh, Egon Spangler from Ghostbusters. Do Much like Egon, Ray. Chris is responsible Egon. for the main framework of our show. Not only does... Uh, he does his research, and he does a lot of it. He is also the brains behind the scenes that handles all the technical aspects of the podcast. And also, like Egan, he's kind of a sugar junkie that's Egan. always down for some sweet treats. Mm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> As for Merlin, uh, I also actually went with Ferris Bueller, but totally different reason than Mouth did. Uh, Matt's the Ferris Bueller of our podcast. Not only is he quick-witted and sometimes snarky, he's a brilliant mind that can talk his way in or out of any situation and knows how to work the system. And unlike Ed Rooney, I trust uh, Merlin more than how far I can throw him, bad knee and all. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Nice Ferris Bueller reference there. Thank you. All right. Well, this is Merlin, and I am starting off with Shig's, I guess. Although I will say, in Shig's mind, his character is Jack Burton. Absolutely. He thinks he's this guy. He's not. <laughs> um, but really, I, I have him pegged as Flynn from Tron. Uh, nice. People think he's a slacker. Eh, kind of. But 
he has an, a, a massive depth of knowledge that once you scratch the surface, uh, he's willing to bestow upon people for the greater good. So um, on the outside, he's one thing and on, a little deeper, he's something completely different. Oh, thanks, uh, man. Yeah. I think it befits him. <laughs> yes. I'd like to throw in the he also would be a good horse from Monster Squad because uh, he would really get a kick out of kicking uh, Wolfman. To find out if he has nards. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, that's the rumor. Uh, Chris, we call him Mouth, and he got his nickname pretty much from the Goonies because he is Mouth. He's the prettiest one out of us all, and he likes to talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Once he gets going, he's he's on a roll. So um, Mouth fits him as his 80s character as advertised. So I, I give him that one. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well done, gentlemen. Hey, thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. The Harry and the Hendersons pick was That's fantastic. Really good. <laughs> I was saying at the beginning of this episode, which I did mention we would wait until the very end to to give a full diagnostic if it was a good episode or a bad episode, more for your and I's mental health. But it is fun to sit back and think about people that you know well and start guessing like yeah, who would do, they be. I'm gonna make notes. Yeah. I'm gonna make like a burn book. Like, no, that's evil. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. But you could tell like these guys are buddies and when they're picking these characters, there's the history behind picking the characters. Yeah. So no, I would definitely encourage anybody to do this. It was fun trying to think of your friends or people you know well. In would your terms. son be Robocop? Yeah. Buttiger! Dad! <laughs> where are my soccer cleats? <laughs> Dead or alive, we're going to practice. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, listen, I'm excited for uh, this episode to go out. I'm excited for next week's episode. Do we have a teaser for next week's episode? or We don't have a topic. All right. We should probably come up with one. Uh, we'll work on this soon. And that wraps it up, Max. Anything? Any closing statements you have? I wanted to do Freddy Krueger. <laughs> you wanted to because I haunt your, I haunt your dreams? All right. Well, that's yours. That's yours. How about mine is, uh, I think you should be sorry. For Christ's sake, a family member dies and you insult me. What's wrong with you? You're, uh, you're Cameron. Because that's why I did that. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Yeah, what was your mean one for me that you didn't pick? Was there a mean one? A mean one? I don't think I had a mean one. No, no, I don't. Like Chet. Oh no, you know, you, you know, no. Do you know who I did have for you? Yeah. It wasn't mean, but um, one of the Stork brothers, not Bobcat Goldwaith, but the other wow. Stork brother. That is mean. <laughs> it's not mean. The guy's like he's emotional. Forrest he gets beats up. Yeah, yeah, you're a little Forrest Gumpy. Yes, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I will see you in a week, and hopefully, we'll have a topic by uh-huh. then to yeah. talk about. I still want to do uh, my dinner with. Andre freestyle episode. I don't want to do that. Come on. You haven't even seen the movie. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.